This week on The 414, we'll be talking about embarking on a new approach for selling B2B. It involves stepping away from focusing purely on features and benefits, and instead standing up and standing out for something through storytelling. I'll be speaking with Paul Cash, MD of Rooster Punk, who will be sharing everything on why this approach stands to work so well, what companies stand to gain, plus how to implement it. Paul is an expert at crafting stories around companies and brands to get the attention of target customers, which then leads them down a journey of caring about what you do and how you do it. Good morning, good morning. My name's James Rostance, and this is The 414 Live, here on LinkedIn Live each and every Thursday morning at 11.30 a.m. If this is the first time you've joined us, welcome along, because The 414 is produced exclusively for you as a professional B2B marketer. And the purpose of the show is to help you expand and enhance your professional knowledge each and every week. And the way that we do that is by interviewing some of the greatest and most interesting minds in B2B marketing. So, my guest this week is on a personal mission to humanize B2B marketing, moving away from the old product-centric model and moving towards a more human-centric approach, focusing on the person rather than a product, rather than the product. It's a beautiful concept and to explain it in full and to give further details uh, on this uh, rather lovely thought, please welcome, for live from South Bank in London, Mr. Paul Cash. Hi there, James. Great to be part of the show. Thank you for joining us. So, Paul, could you start by explaining and giving a bit of background as to how and why you wanted to set about making a change for the way that B2B marketing takes place? Yeah, sure. So I think the story of B2B marketing goes back many decades. And I think we turn to the 1980s as a real turning point in what we would call modern day B2B marketing. And at that time, IBM were launching the very first business PC. And there seemed to be a dominant way of thinking that was business buyers and business decision makers actually acted and thought and felt in logical and rational ways. And therefore, what was created was this dominant culture of speeds and feeds marketing, features and benefits. And that really has been the mainstay of B2B marketing for the past four, five decades. And what's changed in recent times really is the reflection through just human understanding, just intuition, but also with lots of data points that actually we don't turn up at work and turn off our personality. We are ultimately human beings. And that means that we buy on emotion and we justify with fact. It's really important. We buy an emotion and justify with fact. And the challenge in B2B is that every B2B company organization has more justify with fact content than they can shake a stick at, but they're really lacking in that human engaging um, content and stories and brands that make people really feel something about the business. And to me, that was a really important change of direction in B2B that I wanted to be part of. And when I sold my last agency about six years ago, 
I went on a personal journey to try and take B2B somewhere new, to try and bring this more human-centric view of the world. And ultimately, it's about trying to focus on audiences, whether that's employees, whether that's investors, whether it's customers, as the starting point for every type of content, conversation, and touch point, and move away from this dominating um, view that products are the only thing that people are interested in. So, after you uh, recognised that uh, a change needed to take place, could you uh, next explain, please, what is the solution uh, that you've come up with? Yeah, so I think there's a real insight that I think drives my personal way of thinking, which was in this modern world, people simply don't just want to buy from you, they want to buy into you. And if you believe in this, it fundamentally changes the way you think about marketing. And so that was a really important pivot for me personally. And so that way of thinking meant that actually people don't just want to understand the finer things and details about your product, but they want to understand more about your organization, its purpose, what it stands for, how your culture impacts the world, how your stance on the environment and society and other issues. And that to me is what makes the really interesting landscape of B2B exciting for not just the dominant B2B brands that we're all aware of, but this new emerging generation of companies that are you know, trying to make a difference and to disrupt marketplaces and categories. There's a real emotional core to what they do. And that's what really excites me. So what are the reasons why this all stands to work? So I think as a society, we've evolved and changed. I think the millennial generation that we hear so much about, they are 35-year-olds these days in important positions within business, have important buying power. I think from all the research, they think and feel in a different way than their parents did. Um, there is a growing trend in society that from the point of the last recession that we're evolving to be more value-led, a bit more compassionate. The median age of society has gone past 40 years of age for the first time ever. And once we get past that point, we tend to care more as human beings and be less egotistical and self-interested. And I think all of these play out in the world of B2B, that people are looking for something different now. And it really is a timing thing. Everything has its day. And I think the modern version of B2B marketing is evolving and changing to reflect something that is culturally relevant to the society that we're in today. So why is this then a better approach, in your opinion, compared to traditional methods? So. It's a really interesting choice of words because I would say it's a different approach rather than a better approach. So there's, a, there's better versions of this product view of B2B marketing, but taking a human-centric approach is a different approach. And what we're not saying is that you need to ditch the product model that has worked pretty well for many companies over the last kind of 30, 40 years. What we're saying is that we need to complement and add something else to the mix. So I use this um, analogy of wings on a bird. So the product wing is there and businesses are trying to take off and they've got these growth ambitions that they're trying to reach, but something isn't quite working for them. Yet if they're to use this emotional wing alongside the product wing, then really the business has a chance of taking off and reaching its, uh, its ambitions and, and vision for what it might achieve. 
And so it really is a question of how we complement this emotional narrative around what businesses stand for with the more functional product stuff that is kind of the, the mainstay of, of what most people understand B2B marketing to be about. Okay, so do you have any good examples of this uh, technique being put into effect? Uh, could you give, go into a bit of detail about that? Yeah, so I think we start with this notion that one interesting way to talk about this new world is through the concept of storytelling. So lots of companies recognize the need these days that they need to have a story to tell, not just because that story lands well with employees and how to drive high levels of engagement, but also with customers in the marketplace. And so we work quite hand in hand with lots of companies, whether they are VC funded, early stage scale-ups, or whether they're large corporate brands, around trying to tell what we would call their organizing story. And what I mean by that is we've just launched um, for a company called Crowdcube, um, a new campaign which is very brand centric around this notion of funding the wonderful. So they are effectively an equity crowdfunding platform. They came to us because they had a very functional proposition which was about providing all the tools and platform for business owners to be able to effectively go to the crowd and raise funding or finance and they would look after the legal and administrative task of that. But what they recognised is the type of companies they were working with was this exciting new generation of companies that were really trying to disrupt and change all manners of marketplaces and categories. And they were doing something fundamentally wonderful, um, not just to the investors they were bringing on board, but to the marketplaces they were trying to change. And so this funding the wonderful storyline is a far more human-centric idea that they're landing within their category ultimately to move them away from being a functional brand to being an emotive one, because we know that the best brands in the world, the ones that we love the most, are the ones that make us feel part of something special. And I think that's a real important part of what we're trying to do within the context of B2B. Okay, so if a company was to set about implementing an approach like this, what are the likely obstacles that they would understandably come up against? Yeah, so I think the obvious one is just change. You know, we are reluctant as human beings to find a new path, go in a different direction. So the first hurdle or the first trigger to kind of flick that mental switch is what is it you're really trying to achieve? Can you really achieve your growth ambitions by doing same old, same old? And often that answer is no. So there is a certain amount of bravery needed in any client, in any venture but we're there to try and hold their hands and prove that actually this way of thinking does work. We've got great examples, great proof points, uh, lots of awards that we've won that shows that when you go on this journey, you can achieve higher success rates than what you can achieve through taking that more product-centric approach. Okay, so one last question then. What would be your advice to a marketing team or senior team in a company who would like to take this approach of going down a more human-centric storytelling method as you prescribe, but what are the first steps that they would need to take? Yeah, so I think there is a certain amount of gut feel and intuition that this approach is the right thing to do, but that is often not enough and people are looking for more evidence-based ways to be able to justify moving in a different direction. But at the end of the day, it is a leadership challenge. 
Leaders of all manners of companies have to believe in what they're doing and believe that this approach is the right thing to do. So we're not trying to force this way on anybody. Um, we're not saying it's the only way. We're just saying that it is definitely a more modern interpretation of how companies need to grow, to be more purpose-driven, brand-centric, and to use emotion as a way to really engage audiences around what they do. And if they can get that high level of engagement in their business, then that often translates to um, success in whatever metrics that might be in terms of revenue, subscriptions, or, or whatever else. Paul, thank you ever so much for joining me today. It's been great. Thank you, James. And if you've enjoyed watching and you'd like to learn some more insights and wisdom from some of the greatest and most interesting minds in B2B marketing each and every week, then please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or if you're a podcasting person, then subscribe to our podcast of the, and search for the 414 on your favorite podcasting app. In the meantime, this has been the 414 and I'm James Rostance. Thank you very much for watching.